Support for this podcast comes from WeWork. Today takes new ways of working, new measures toward health and safety, flexible terms to scale up and down, convenient spaces designed for focus and collaboration. It takes WeWork to take your business where you want it to go. WeWork. That's how tomorrow works. Visit WeWork.com slash tomorrow. Often imitated, never duplicated. The one and only B. Scott. You're listening to the B. Scott Show. Get ready, love muffins. <laughs> you are damn right. You are listening to the B. Scott Show. We're back. We're back after like a two, well, week and a half hiatus. A brief hiatus. Let me tell you something. These love muffins, <laughs> they are not playing about this podcast. The first, the first week that there was no podcast, the first couple of days they were like, hey girl, just checking in. Where's yeah. the podcast? couple of days later girl <laughs> you playing <laughs> and today the message no, was like was... let me tell you something i don't know what's going on with you i don't know who you think you are but you're playing around with my podcast and i need it i'm at my corporate job and i need for this to go back quickly right and i respect that but we have some explaining to do we do we have to say what happened so our engineer mm. our engineer and our you know producer producer got in a car accident and I was sitting outside. I was sitting outside waiting for him to show up so then I can come in and pee because I right, had, to pee. had to pee. I had to pie. And I was like, oh, and I called him. I was like, what's going on? Where are you at? And he was like, I'm, I'm, I'm hurt really bad. I said, like, oh shit, what? I was like, you know, I don't mean to laugh, but it was like, he was like, I'm hurt really bad. I said, like, well, why are you answering your phone? Right. <laughs> he just gave me the middle finger. I said, like, we well, can't be that hurt. You answer the phone. I mean, wait a minute. And then I was like, well, thanks for telling me because otherwise I would just pee on myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I was still making my way here. You like, were still I making your way here. In the car. And then I called you and I was like, okay, girl, well, you can go and go back home because. And I had just got like stuck in traffic. Yeah. I just got on the freeway and I was bumper to bumper. And mm-hmm. I was like, well. And then I was like, well, maybe that's a sign from God because that we don't need to talk about Kanye. Mm. Because Kanye was just doing the most, doing the most, still doing the most. He's done so much that I just he's kind of like Donald Trump. Oh, can we not? No, I'm serious. He is kind of like Donald Trump to me. I'm saying like he's done so much. He has done so much that I can't take it all in. Well, that's why they're brothers. Yeah, I can't. It's that dragon energy. I can't break it down. I can't go in there and then <laughs> and double down, triple down on Kanye. I'm like Kanye, be Kanye, do your thing, live your life, be golden, whatever. Leave me alone. Go Leave away from, from me, me with this. With this. <laughs> so that happened. So the my producer got in a car accident. That was week one. Then I didn't go anywhere for my birthday, and you went to Palm Springs, mm-hmm. and I I don't know what I was doing. I had to. I think I was taping something on the pilot. I think that happened that week. Was it the pilot? I don't know. I don't know. So I was doing something, and um, I couldn't go and leave town. I couldn't celebrate my life. It is important to celebrate your life. Amen. And so I did that last week. I went to Miami. You did. Let me tell you this. It was Monday morning, (laughs) and I'm, you know, going downstairs, getting my tea, getting in front of the computer. I get a phone call. You know, B calls me every morning, and he's like, first things, I'm in Miami. (laughs) And I'm like, what? I talked to you at 11 p.m. Sunday night, and here we are at 10 a.m. Monday morning, and you were in Miami. Yep. Waiting on your little bottle to be delivered. Correct. And And popping off about it. Popping off about it. I was like, okay. Well, I guess I'll just hold it down this week. Cool. We got it. No big deal. We're fine. You know, we'll make it happen. I come a long way because I remember. 
when I was there were times I went to the club and I couldn't even afford a drink mm-hmm. and I would be looking for you know somebody to be like to buy me a drink <laughs> find a cute man be like hey poppy I mean I can't afford it and I still play that card right but to get to a point where you caught me when I was pop- I, I normally have my bottle of Prosecco where is it it was Rosé <laughs> they were out of Prosecco oh. so it was Rosé oh you remember oh, oh shit you know it's me I remember everything damn yeah yeah, so they they didn't really take care of me um, at the hotel that I stay at. Each day they bring me a different bottle, okay, and I I lush. got I know, but I got into prosecco because of Mariah. Right, she less loves calories. prosecco. Hmm? Less, less calories, calories yeah. yeah. She was drinking the one at some point that was like some type of organic something something something. But anyway, it was really good. I forgot the name of it. So I went to Miami, had a great time. Um, me and the Dominican are back on. Oh, can you remember Love Muffins? Who it, towards the beginning of the podcast. I was talked about how the Dominican had put me down. Right, because he got a girlfriend. He got a girlfriend. He got a girlfriend, and I think he wanted to just like, you know, he's like, I, I don't like men's no more. <laughs> <laughs> I like women's, 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 women's. <laughs> don't call me sis. <laughs> so, so he, um, oh God. So basically, we, you know, it started back up like texting and stuff. And that's when I knew I kind of had him. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. So he put me down. He went ghost. Mm-hmm. Then he started to me and started texting again. Mm-hmm. Then I was like, well, I'm thinking about coming to Miami. And then he was like, well, if you come, you know, I can see you. Mm-hmm. And I said, let me tell you something. That dick made me jump on a flight. <laughs> I packed oh, like my a thief in the night. and a thief, a thief in the night. You did jump on the flight Come for that for day. Cross country dick appointment. Cross country dick appointment. <laughs> and I started. Let me tell you something. I started seeing him because what had happened was when I was suing BET, the whole shit show that happens with BET. Mm-hmm. I started to go to Miami, correct, to get away because I didn't want to be here. I was like, I was like, I didn't want to be here. I need to get away. Everybody was in my face. Everyone was like, blah 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 blah. So let me go to Miami. Let me get some space to clear my head. That started in 2013. I was like, okay, that was 2013. Mm-hmm. So I had been seeing him for like five years. Right. Like when I go to Miami, we'll hook up, or whatever. Right. And for him to cut me off like that, that was a lot. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know, we was more we than sex. We have histories more than I'm just sex. Like, you some good years of yeah. my life. Right. And that's what, I think that's what people don't realize is that if you consistently have sex with someone over time, you subconsciously develop feelings. Yeah, I mean, it's a relationship. Yeah. I mean, it's a, you know, it's... Yeah. yeah you can't just tell me I got a girlfriend, so peace out. But I, I understand his perspective because he was like, if he's in a relationship with someone, he can't just come over and hang out because you know where that's going to go. Right. You know, I'm going, you know, something's going to happen. Right. Oops, I slipped. I slipped on the on dick. The dick. <laughs> <laughs> then I was like, I'm sorry, and I slipped on again. So it's not, you know. So anyway, it's back on. And that was good. Okay. Um, I got to see all my friends there. Okay. Um, yeah, I just, I, it was a great trip. I am now yeah. back and I feel rejuvenated. I bet. I feel. (laughs) (laughs) But I will say that flight back was like the flight there is feel short. Mm -hmm. The flight back seems long as hell. They are longer because you have the tailwinds going there. So it's like Mm -hmm. an hour shorter. And then because one of my friends wants me to go to Europe with him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And wants to do Amsterdam and Mykonos. And I was thinking to myself, I was like, I can barely make it through this flight. Mm. And I have been to Europe before. Years ago, many moons ago, I went to Europe and I went to Florence and Milan and Rome and Innsbruck, Austria. And 
I must have, I don't know how I got through that flight. Because now I, this, that's almost six hour flight back from, a five hour, six hour flight back from Miami. I went to sleep. Mm-hmm. I woke up. I had, I, I had, um, ate the food, the meal they prepared. I then went back to sleep. I watched the movie. I talked to the woman next to me and we still had two hours left. Wow. I was like, I cannot continue. Yeah, that's how I feel about New York. <sighs> I know. Those, and then those flights are dreadful. And now two of my best friends live in New York. Right. And they and they have fabulous places and everything for me to stay, but I just don't wanna do no, that flight. Absolutely not. And then and then it's just it's a lot dealing with people at the airport. Mm. The airport people and I'm a calm like I am a calm person. I never pop off at the airport. But it bothers me to see other people so tense. Right. I just I'm like, go ahead. Like, people are so, like, trying to rush by you. And I'm like, go ahead, baby. Go ahead. And they're very, like, elitist. Yeah. Like, airports are weird. And you know what? People you know, get off on And you know that. what the weirdest thing is that I, I find a lot is when I'm sitting in first class. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, it took me a long time to be able to afford to be in first class. I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for it. But all my life, I was in, like, the back back by the, the bathrooms. Restrooms. When people take a shit. I was that door and hit you. That was the story of my life. So I don't want anybody to ever listen to this podcast to think that I don't, I, that I need to be reminded or I forgot where I came from, but needless to say, I'm sitting in first class and that's what I've now become accustomed to. Hallelujah. But these, when you honestly, and I have to be honest, the white people, the white people who come by me, they look at me like, what is that black person doing in first like they deserve like mm-hmm. especially in this Trump era they look at me like you don't belong here or they see and they check their ticket yeah and then like oh this is where I'm exactly here yeah are you sure you're in the mm-hmm. place? no I'm talking oh, about like okay. I'm talking about not only the people that are in first class I'm talking about the people who because first class is seated first right so as they walk back I don't even know why they do that because I mean I understand I, I mean that you want to be seated but in some respects I could be doing something else and come in at the last minute. Right. So you see the whole plane and then the first class people come in. Right. That could be better. Like Beyonce does a soul cycle. Exactly. Everybody's in there. She comes and she in, comes in and, and then leaves before it's done. Right. Right. And so they will just look at me and I, it's not just one person. They're like, I wonder, you know, they looking at me like, I wonder what this N word does. Who hmm. is he? And then I got the nerve to be over there looking gender nonconforming. Right. I'm over there looking like, <laughs> girl, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> I said this the other day. I was walking down Miami Beach, and I had to be honest. I was like, if I looked the way I looked, I would stare at me too. Mm. I would, and then, I mean, and I own that in every sense of the word. Like you know, I over time I have gotten to the point where I realize I am an attractive person. I do look different. I'm not the typical, and I'm happy I'm that way because I could look like everybody else. I don't want to look like everybody else. Right. But anyway, I digress. 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 It was something else I want to talk about that was really important. Oh, we have reached a million followers on Instagram. Woo woo. I'm really, really excited about that. We are trying to figure out what we're going to do to celebrate it. Yeah. Um, I think we have something cool. I have something cool, and I'm mulling around what I want to do, and I have an idea in my head, and I don't know if I want to just drop it right here. No, save it. Do you want to drop it? No. I don't want to drop it. Don't drop it. Can't drop it? Mm. Okay. We won't drop you it. You dropped it enough. You I'm dropping it. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, the whole week. Oh, I dropped it. <laughs> and you know you know what's so crazy? It was like a power drop, too. Because I had been in the gym, and I had been doing those squats. Oh, my God. I'm about to choke. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, damn, baby, you work out now. <laughs> 
literally was like, damn, baby. You, whoa. He was like, this is not the same. Because <laughs> I, when I tell you, I was throwing it back. Oh, my God. And he was having a hard time catching it. Ciao. <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness. But anyway, okay. so we, we reached a million on Instagram. Yeah. We're really excited about it. Um, for those of you who love muffins, <laughs> one of your friends, one of your friends hit you up and was like, "Y'all going in on these Fashion Nova ads?" Uh-huh. I have to explain this to you. Okay, so the, we, I feel like out of us in general, we have less ads than all the other sites. The other, the other brands on Instagram are hitting you every other post right. with some type of like swimwear, Fashion Nova, hair, hair um, lip gloss, lip gloss uh, ad for TV or Glass, something, blunt wrap, yep, anything. The list goes on. Booty buttons. I don't know. Different things. And we, I've now gotten to the point where it's like every six posts. So I do like six regular posts. And the seventh post is for an ad. Mm-hmm. And that's what they're going to have to get used to. Because anything that we do, including this podcast, cannot be expected to be done for free. Amen. I have bills to pay. I got bills You to got pay. pills to pay. And this is how we pay the bills. Correct. Correct. So Fashion Nova, and we also have a new partnership with Ties.com. So you will be seeing um, all type of like promotions for ties and socks and subscription boxes. So for anybody out there that needs, anybody that needs ties, socks, um, pocket squares, pocket squares, accessories, accessories, collar stays, cufflinks, suits, belts, everything, the whole nine. Go to Ties.com and put in Love B. Scott. 15, 15 all caps and get your 15% off yes ma'am. and that's an Instagram promotion but I'm talking about it now so that way we can just everybody can be on the same page boom boom that's called plat- multi-platform execution okay right there um so yeah so I'm really excited about that and more importantly um I want to say on this in, in our Instagram post that we will post we'll echo this and I just want to say I'm grateful to my fans I'm grateful for the support I have been doing this now for, I moved in LA in 2005. Mm -hmm. And so for 13 years, I have been on this road. And it's just, I'm just grateful that people still care what I have to say, what I post. um, And that so much so that we have millions of people following us across the platforms. You know, we have a million on Facebook. We have over a million on Facebook, million over a million on Instagram now. Twitter's closed. We have millions that come to the website. You know, hopefully one day millions we listen to this podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm coming off of 50 million views on YouTube from back. And, you know, it's like, so I'm just, I'm grateful. Like, I just, I just, you know, it, it just is mind-boggling to me that a person like me that came from a high ski North Carolina, were actually in between a high ski and another place called Coalfield, could come here and achieve the things that I've achieved. And I'm not saying this to toot my own horn. I'm saying this that anything is possible in this life. If I can come from a place where I live, grew up in a house where there was no internet, there was no cable, okay? I grew up with a father that couldn't read and write. And somehow I was gifted in science and math Go off to a boarding school for people who gifted in science and math. Go to UNC Chapel Hill, graduate early, move to D.C., flip houses with my ex, come to L.A., become B. Scott. (laughs) Many lives. You get what I'm saying? And it's just, it's a miracle that I'm known for anything. You know, it's a miracle. Like, And I'm grateful for that. And I don't take any of my fans, you know, for granted. Any of the millions of people that follow me on social media or come to the website or 
anytime that I'm out, people come to me and they say, I love you. Thank you so much for da-da-da-da. You changed my life or this or I like this or I like that. I am grateful for each and every one of you. And so this is my official thank, thank you. you. And also to know that anything is possible. Whatever, if I can make it to where I am today, you most sur- most surely can as well. You know, yeah. about to tre- preach up in I'm here. Like, Wait, okay. is it Sunday? Is it Sunday? I thought we're on Thursday today. I, was, I got confused for a oh, second. Oh God! Okay, what else do we got to talk about? Uh, topics. Topics. Let's. Okay, I guess we're getting topics. Where do you want to start? Met Gala. Yes, we can start at the Met Gala. Um, Favorite look? Um, Rihanna. I mean, well, yeah. Rihanna's just Rihanna. Yeah. And it's not necessarily what she wears. It's the essence that she brings to what she wears. She has this very, her personality is very, very, like, confident and sexy. And it demands attention, attention mm-hmm. in and of itself. And nothing about what she does or how what she presents comes across as forced. No, not at all. It comes across very, like, this is who I am. And these clothes just so happen to be... You know, this, you know, couture, right. handcrafted right. garment that took probably months to make. Right. She never comes in looking like she's been thinking about this for months. At all. Like, no, just, I'll wear this. And right. that, yeah. Cool. And that too. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, so I think she she looked amazing. Um, Zadaya looked absolutely amazing. She was doing um, the whole Joan of Arc type of moment. Which I admit, I didn't get at first. Mm-hmm. I was like, why is she? Oh, Okay. That whole look. I get it. The outfit, the hair, the cut of the hair, the makeup was just absolutely stunning. Um, and I have to say, go back to Rihanna's look. My good friend, Damone Roberts, did her eyebrows. All right. And the reason... Come on for the muted brow. Yep, the muted brow. He came up with the muted brow to to emphasize the crown, the mm. headpiece. So shout out to Damone Roberts. And he also has a podcast called Star Plucker. So listen to that too. Okay. Star Plucker and some it iTunes. It's basically like just like glam and okay. like the inside, you know, scoop to how people look the way they look. Cool, cool. Yeah, I saw Nikki and Cardi had their moment. Yeah. At the Met. I it looked so fake to me. What? <clears throat> I wasn't gonna say it. But. It looked so fake to me. I have to say it because it just looked like <laughs> they they looked at each other like Cardi was looking at her like get out my face. Mm. And Nikki was looking at like her like I'm gonna say what I need to say. Yeah. And Cardi 100%. was looking at her like I don't care what you got to say. <laughs> Cardi's like I'm pregnant. I am the actual queen. I look like it right now. Like <laughs> it's. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Right. Well, Cardi did Howard Stern the next day, and she was like, you know, we talked about our misunderstanding, mm-hmm. and she felt away, and I definitely felt away, so we had it out. Mm. So I'm glad they did. But it don't make anything different. No, not at all. It's kind of like with me, with people, it's like. You know, once I get to, let's be motherfucking clear. Once I get to a point of feeling some kind of way, Ain't it's no never going to change. Mm. Or we can get to an understanding of we can be cordial, right. but I'm still going to feel some kind of way forever. Yeah. This is how I am. Like, if once I officially get to a point of like, oh, B feels some kind of way, B is going to hold on to feeling some kind of way for forever. <laughs> I may be able to say, hi, how are you? Uh huh. Right. Hey. <laughs> right. But I'm never going to be like that. <laughs> That's how I am. Right. That's me too. It's like, I when I hit you with a. <laughs> yeah, hi. Hi. <laughs> Get the fuck out of my face. That's right. what it is. Right. Because I really feel like, you know, in the situation, Nikki tried it. 
Indeed. She tried it. And she tried it even at the Met Gala. She's like, I said, I'm the bad guy. And I just wanted to know that the bad guy is here. And, you know, album dropping. Something, something. I don't know, something. 15th 15th. or something. June 15th. Called Queen. Girl. Girl, who made you the bad guy? Girl. Who did that? Girl. They made a bad guy. And she's also been eaten. Ooh. She has been eaten because, like, her... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she's not only is a bad guy, but she's been eating. Because in those pictures, she looked almost as pregnant as Cardi. Wow. I'm serious. I was like, I, like, I was like, are you, are you here? Are you, are you making an official announcement? Wow. Something about that midsection thigh, something. It's, it's gotten a lot thicker. Mm. Have you seen it when she was in that Fendi? That when she talking about like it's well, just, you know, it's I very. Have... It looks like a, a arrowhead. Yeah, I mean, her body proportions definitely look different to me mm-hmm. in her videos. Yeah. I don't know what she did or stopped doing, but something. there's definitely something yeah. going on. It kind of looks like how, remember when Beyonce would wear those, Mug- I think it was Mugler, mm-hmm. like those big. Those roughly hips. Yeah, the big pomes. My daddy mm. used to call them pomes on the hips. Oh, my God. So it, she got these big pomes like on saddlebags. her saddlebags. Literally look like wow. saddlebags. And that's not the look. No. And so when they were, t- I mean, and she, her face looked a lot fuller too. So I don't know. Maybe she it might be pregnant. Maybe she did a brandy. <clears throat> she's she's on here. She's on here too. <laughs> she's on this list. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to brandy. Hold on. <laughs> and don't get ahead of yourself. Let's finish the Met Gala before we go to brandy. So yeah, I saw that moment. I thought it was really fake. Um, I I do be listening to Chun Li. Chun Li Knox. I do like Chun Li. I like Chun Li. The I others, do. the Barbie Tings, she could keep. I don't think of, I don't think I've heard <laughs> since that first day. Barbie Tings, it's just Barbie Tings. I'm like Ting over there. I don't want to know about the Tings, <laughs> but the Chun Li is good. Yeah. Um, the visual was okay. I think what's happening with Nikki is this is what's happening with Nikki. There's she needs to get the. I want her to get the security back. Right. She, you know, what I mean, like in terms of being secure of who she is. Yeah, she shook a little bit. She shook a little bit, and you feel it. And you see it. You can tell people who are in the business and people who have, like, I, you know, I can tell when someone's not quite, you know, feeling it, living right. in it. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because Cardi right now, Cardi's confident. Right. Cardi's like, she knows she's in first position. She really does. And you can tell it. And I'm also commending Cardi because she's full-blown pregnant. Ooh. And she's everywhere. Still. And working through it. And that's how you know that she is appreciative of the gift she's been given. And mm-hmm. she's going to work and do everything to the best of her ability to make the most of it, even being pregnant. Amen. And I just wish that her and Nikki would do a song together. Let's drop this beef. Like, for real. Let's drop the beef that you already lost. Let's be clear. Nicki Minaj, and it's official. I'm being very clear. If Whatever beef between Nicki Minaj and Cardi, Nicki has lost. The perception of it, and just in every way is done. So you are literally arguing with a person that's not arguing with you. Right. You're beefing with yourself. Because Cardi has transcended you. You're a bad guy by yourself. Yeah. You have no, there's nobody you, fighting you. No one's fighting you. No one's studying you. Nobody. Nobody. You sound crazy. Because I'm the bad guy. The way she talks to that them. guy is here. Here. <laughs> and then, yeah. And it's so contrived and fake. And then you, you, do a juxtapose that with Cardi, who's so real, who's showing you herself without makeup and mm-hmm. like, you know, talking, still talking about real shit and like being her authentic self. Right. Those two can't exist. And Nikki doesn't realize that the whole social media wave and everything that's going on in these millennials and, and, and what do you call it? Generation Z, they are, are attracted to and connected to authenticity. Mm-hmm. They want authentic people. 
So when you come up there trying to say you was queen and you abetting people and you this, that, and the other, and, you know, meanwhile, you're not addressing the real stuff that happens in your life and situations, and, like, it would be much better to be here. Like, you know, I, when Cardi came along, you know, I was just used to being in the first position, and right. now it's, like, it's difficult for me. Like, it's like anybody... Of course that's out the way. I think anybody would feel, feel like, away. Like that, that be was, real. That's the message I would want from her. Yeah, be 100%. real. Instead of, like, sending that same message but not owning it. Right, because now you put yourself in a position where you have an album called Queen, and if it does not deliver, like, you once again, you're putting yourself in that comparison bracket. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? And uh, I'm not saying that it won't. I'm not saying that yeah. it can't. I'm just saying you're putting more pressure on the situation than what needs to be. There's room enough for everybody. For everybody. For everybody. You don't need the queen of whom? I feel that way. The queen of, be, be the queen of yourself. Queening yourself. If there's room for everybody. It's kind of like us in this whole world of, you know... Celebrity blogging, you know, personas, Instagram celebrities, Twitter celebrities, Facebook, whatever. I mean, like there's, there's so many people doing so many things. I cannot be bothered. Right. Literally. We talk about this all the time. Like, I don't like I was like, oh, that's nice. I and mean, I truly mean it. Yeah. Like, I'm not concerned with the what the other person's doing. You know how many people on this earth doing various different things Hello. on varying different levels? Hello. I can't be concerned with the other person and what they're doing. Their checks on my checks. Yeah, they ain't, they're not taking not nail one listener, one viewer, one follower from me. And if they are, they can have them. You get what I'm saying? Like that's more like, where they came from. Yeah, because people at the end of the day, there were people doing what I was doing before and after me. There were people continuing to do it when I'm gone. That's the reality. Yeah. Like Nicki Minaj was not the first. Nope. So for you to come in and act like you're the original of anything is absurd. <laughs> and the reality of it is that you did this to Little Kim. Well, that disrespect that you have, that you, yeah, that disrespect that you think you felt from coming from Cardi was exactly what you did to the person that pioneered a way for you. Because nobody, and the truth is, nobody was doing it like Kim Ooh. before Kim came. And regardless of what Kim looks like or what Kim's music is today, Kim and the music she did and the look that she gave paved the way for you. Yeah, absolutely. So that's how sometimes karma, you get karma a little quickly, a little quicker than you expected. And that's what happened to Nikki. Mm. And that's just the motherfucking truth. I don't care. I mean, it's the truth. Like, I feel like her barbs get upset and they pop off and stuff like that. Well, no, you know the truth and they know the truth. They do. And that real ether for a barb is the Barty gang. <laughs> and it also shows you how quickly people will switch sides. Yeah, but we've known that. Yeah, but when you know, when the, I was talking about that yesterday in the conversation we were having, yeah. there's a difference with, with being with people being emotionally invested in you and connected to your authenticity like they are to Cardi, as opposed to someone like Nikki that people are just following her because she's popular. Right. Populism can change. One minute you in, the next minute you're out. That's what being popular is about. But when you are emotionally connected to somebody, when you connect to their story, when you connect to their struggle, because they shared it, Cardi has shared it, mm -hmm. whether she talked about it on her, and I really appreciate Cardi was saying like, oh, the VH1 show didn't put her on. She said Instagram put her on. Mm -hmm. And that's true. Cardi was already doing her thing on Instagram before the show. Right, that's why she got the show. That's why she got the show. Hello. People were connected to what she was saying. There's something, it's like so much fake shit out here. You got to connect to something real. And that's why I'm happy we're doing the podcast. I feel like this podcast is the most real I've ever been. Besides I, YouTube. I, I YouTube. I, I was real on YouTube too, but now it's like a more, um, right. just the, it's like 13 years of being in this business. I'm going to tell it like it is. It is what it is. And it's going to be what it's going to be. And it's going to be what it's going to be. And if you got a problem, see me outside. How about that? Yo, did yeah. you really? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I can't hate on her because her music rides and, I'm, and I'll say it. 
Who was that? Baby. Oh yeah. Yeah. I I can't even. Yeah. She's People. on a couple of my gym playlists. So who else at the Met Gala um, that I thought looked great? J-Lo always looked great. Mm-hmm. I think that she was just, her outfit played it safe. It was very, like, consistent J-Lo look. Right. With she's that very, thigh. Yeah, that thigh. She, thigh. She's always snatched. It's just that she looks stunning. Um, I thought the, the Kardashians looked great. I thought Kim, yeah. I mean, like, Kim face, it, it, it was, like, almost two beat. <laughs> It was like it was so be it was like it was so be it, it looked, looked fake. It looked fake. Well, it was I mean, so it was so a, be- there's a joke in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was so beat it looked like a filter was on it. Right. But it wasn't. Which is I'm glad she did that video. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay. They built her they beat her face into a filter. Yeah. That's literally what it looks like. Yeah. Um, but even that was safe for Kim. Kim just showed up beautiful. She she saw a heavenly body and was mm-hmm. like, okay, cool. I yeah. got it. Heavenly body? Mm-hmm. I got that. And then, yeah. you know, Kylie and Travis, they, they were just blah. Mm-hmm. It was like, they were like, I don't know. Did you read the theme? Did you? <laughs> they did just, you just showed show up. up. Yeah. So, and then, of course, Kendall looked amazing. Yeah. I didn't, again, I, didn't, I didn't like those little draggy things that were on her feet. Yeah, they irritated me and I wasn't wearing them. Yeah. Because I felt like. I would step on them, trip on them. 100%. Yeah. Be worried about them the whole night. The whole night. Um, who else I thought looked good? Um, I like Judy and Cassie and their little yeah, suit attire. It was very safe. Very She's safe. very safe. Um, I actually liked her. She did something. The after party. The after party was everything. I felt like she should have wore the dress she wore to the after party, which is on my Instagram. I posted it. Um, Instagram.com forward slash Lubby Scott. Um, she should have wore that to the actual ball because she was that. snatched. Yeah. I was like, if you don't look like a, a baby J Lo, <laughs> she really does. Cassie reminds me of like a little a little rare bird. She's like, oh, that's why Diddy likes her because she's she's small. She's like a small J Lo. Mm-hmm. She's like a little exotic, like a little, I don't know, like a little, you know, the little dogs. You know, mm-hmm. she reminds me like that. She's like a really small, pretty little miniature sized J Lo. <laughs> and the only difference is J Lo has all this ambition and wants to work mm-hmm. and probably worth more money than Diddy. But she Cassie's like, hey, cool. I'm cool. Yeah, I'm cool. What was that lyric that she said? Wait, if they knew how much money something? she said, if you knew how much I saved, attitudes might change. Oh, that's I what know, she that's said. That's right. Mm-mm-mm. Who else at the Met Gala that I we should mention? Uh, Michael B. Jordan looked fine as hell. Well, I mean that's a given, but He's, his outfit was basic. I know, but yeah. but Chadwick Boseman that outfit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that was a moment. Mm. You need another moment. You need some water. You look a little thirsty. You look a little parched. Michael B. Jordan. Oh my goodness. I want to. Yeah. Get it out the corner. Mm. Wipe that. Mm. So yeah, he looked good. Um, his baby daddy. Who else that looked good? Um, you know what? I will say that Mary Kate and Ashley didn't get enough credit for their looks, ensemble wise, because I liked what they wore. Now those faces, you know, that's. Mm, Mm. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you bring the, the them dresses up? The dresses were cute. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, like I said on Twitter, I also like hairless cats. So they, they look, kind of they look the like, same for me. They look like two like hobbit wizards. Like I love them for some reason. Yeah, because, I, I, because I cannot you, get enough of them. You love them because they came up on Disney. You watched them on Disney. That's the whole point. They on, they on Disney? They're your age. They're, I think they're saying like, yo, you no. grew up with them. They're billionaires. They don't bother nobody. They come and go as they please. They yeah, just, you know. that's what it made them so eccentric too. They just like just yeah, little, just weird, like, little I'm, real I'm people. Fascinated. I think I'm yeah. fascinated by them. I think that's what it is. Yeah, it's like the little people. You know, little people that be fighting on um, Lifetime. Mm-hmm. They like little people that little people billionaires. But that's I do wonder are. if they go and see their sister in these Avengers movies. Like, do they go? I hope so. And I love the sister in the Avengers movie. She's good. Well, she kills it. She's good. She kills it. 
Like she's like the bigger version of them. Right, like the the slightly more normal. Yeah, man. Yeah. So yeah. she loves it, and I love that movie. By the way, The yeah. Avengers was so good, yeah. and I'm not going to spoil it for those of you who haven't seen I mean, it. If you haven't seen it by now, I think. But it was good. It was good. It was good. Yeah, I'm not going to say it because the people are like you told it, and then I was trying to get. I'm there. just trying to get to work. I was trying to get to work. Yeah, so I guess we can talk. We move on from the Met Gala. Um, um, want to talk about R. Kelly? We can talk about R. Kelly. You, I, R. Kelly. So for those of you who don't know, today Spotify came out and said that they were pulling all of R. Kelly's music from their featured playlists and they're done promoting him. Mm. Him and Triple X Tentacion, I think that's how you say it. Yes. And then I also saw that 50 Cent has said something on Instagram basically saying that it was Spotify was wrong to do that. Mm, you know, it's it's a weird place for me. Mm-hmm. Because I think that, you know, for a company like, like Spotify to do that, it puts it on a very slippery slope. Because when you think about it, technically R. Kelly has not been convicted of anything. Has he done everything? Absolutely. But you can't in turn then promote people who have done and, you know, have been convicted of heinous things and be like, well, I mean, that's cool. Right. You know, so I'm not saying what Spotify did is wrong. I'm just saying well, I think that it's we'll, a very slippery slope. It's a slippery slope, but they didn't slip too far because they can they can decide who they want to promote. For sure. And so when you put and you include people on playlists and things of that nature, you're promoting them. Right. So they didn't remove his music from Spotify. No, no, no. So for people who want to search for him and the other little tattooed guy, they can <laughs> they can type in their names and listen right. to it. Right. And that's on you. And that's fine. But Spotify just didn't want to be put in a position where they were promoting and pushing people with these type of um, alleged right. activities. So, who, but my question is from now, who else do you stop promoting? Do yeah. you stop promoting Nas? Do well, you, you stop promoting Chris Brown? You get a committee. Do you stop promoting, you know, Ozzy Osbourne or David Bowie or yep. any other white guy? Like, you know, like, where do, where do you go? Where do you, where you draw do you the stop? line? And that's my yeah. only question. Right. That's it. Yeah. That's it. And, and that's a logical question. That's the, that's the thing. That's ty- that type of question is what how issues become very complicated in general. Right. This is not the only situation where those type of lines have to be drawn. But they have to be drawn because you have to you have to what happens is when you start making these decisions where these certain people are one are people who we should not promote, mm-hmm. then you need to come up with a standard and have that standard consistently um and fairly implemented. Right. That's all it is. So right. I mean and I feel like that's I agree that Spotify has a right to decide who they promote. For sure. And they came out and said they've been doing this. They were like, you know, this isn't new. We've been doing this. Mm -hmm. But now that they've said it formally, it holds them accountable in a a weird way. And I wish they would have just shut up Mm -hmm. and ate their food and just took them off of everything and didn't say anything. But but Spotify is so big that they can make the decision. But I just want things... I don't have an issue with them doing what they did. I just hope that in the future it will be consistently and fairly implemented. That's my only thing. It's kind of like at Starbucks. I agree that if you don't buy something, you shouldn't use a bathroom. Like, you need to buy something. Sometimes you just got to pee. Yeah, but, I mean, that needs to be fairly... They they have a right to do that, but that needs to be fairly implemented. True. So if if I'm sitting there as a black person, I come in, and I didn't buy something, and you tell me no, and meanwhile, a white person comes in right after me, and you tell them yes, and they didn't buy anything either, that's the problem. Right. But that's the truth. It's true. The matter is that, like, I I live downtown, and there's a lot of people that come in there trying to use the bathroom and haven't bought anything. Mm-hmm. And if I was a person that was working at that Starbucks and I have to go in that bathroom and clean that shit up, and you ain't contributing to, to nothing. nothing, 
then yeah, I understand why they like want people to buy something to use a bathroom. For sure. Wholeheartedly for sure. For sure. You know, so I mean, I get that. And ain't dang got nothing to do with race. Because I mean, it's kind of like if you if you're in a car and someone's crossing the street, you want that person to hurry up. Yeah. But if you are the person crossing the street, you want the person hit in the me, car hit you. me, I dare you. That's just what life is. <laughs> You're but right. at the same time, you got to things got to be fairly implemented. Right. My only concern with all of this stuff, all these different issues and things, is that it's a fair implementation of it, and that's the problem. Like I feel like you know, I hope Spotify is not going to be like like you said, letting all these white artists who have done these things slip on by. Well, you know they are because I mean it's too great. Like they put they, I think they put themselves in a position that they didn't need to put themselves in. Yeah. But I also think the time's up. Mute R. Kelly. Mute R. Kelly thing. It needs to be muted. R. Kelly is Oh, for sure. He can go to the deepest pits of hell. Yeah. R. Kelly is canceled. He's canceled to the highest level. Like, he's just... There's no way that these rumors have stuck with him all these years. And you still somehow are are connected in any way to these girls that are underage, once underage. And their mother's coming out saying they trapped. They they brainwashed them and all this, that, and the other. Like, this is still happening. Mm Mm-hmm. And then it's weird. You have TMZ like finding him, right? So I don't know if you've noticed, but somebody is on the R. Kelly payroll, I think, over there. Mm-hmm. They find them out shopping, and then they like doing interviews with the you know the girl, and they seem to be the only ones to like talk to them or put them in any sort of positive light. And it's right. very odd to me. Correct. It's very odd. It's very odd. But everybody got common sense. Yeah. People can tell what's going on and like where there's smoke, there's fire. Oh, yeah. R. Kelly oh, likes. It's a wildfire. Yeah. R. Kelly likes underage girls. Then the Washington Post put those pictures out of like the urine stains in the studio and like the cup of urine they left on the piano. Like somebody <laughs> broke their NDA and was spilling all the tea. Ugh. And I was like, yo, this is nasty. Mm. Even going back to Aaliyah, he was dating her and married her married underage. Her. Yeah. And Lifetime's doing a I mean, that's series. a fact. That's a fact. Yeah, they got it know. Like it's a yeah. Nobody. I mean, the proof is there if you want to see it. And that's also the issue too with people. Where do you draw the line? It's like, and this connects to the Kanye thing too. It's kind of like, so if R. Kelly has been canceled, so what about all the people that go to his concerts? If R. Kelly were to come to L.A. right now, sold out. It's sold out. And he just you know popped up on uh, Escape's tour. So if that's the type of reinforcement that you continue to give to people, then that's why they feel like they can do whatever the hell they want. Right. Because there's no true repercussion of it. And the same thing is true for Kanye. So for Kanye, if Kanye's been canceled, if Kanye's saying all this crazy Trump supporting stuff and like black people, you know, we had a choice about slavery and this, that, and the other, are people going to line up for his shoes? Yes. But, you know, I can't get into Kanye. It's, it's I'm just saying, but I'm saying, but that's, but, that's but it's the same. It's the same issue. Like you, the power is in your dollar. The power is in what you choose to do with your money once you've given the information. And for most people, for not most people, for a lot of people, they don't care. No, if they want a certain thing, if people want to go step in the name of love, they're gonna go take their asses right down there to the Nokia Center for sure and see R. Kelly step in the name of love, even yeah. though they know that more than likely he is. Messing with underage girls his whole entire I mean, life. And they technically have a right to. I'm not saying they should, but I mean, if that's what they want to yeah. do, let them do it. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, it's just that's the things about life that makes can give you a headache. Yeah. Is that you know these people are doing this really crazy gutter butt stuff. Well, I can't equate Kanye to crazy and gutter butt stuff. Yeah. So <laughs> I gotta separate they're that. doing really crazy gutter butt stuff to my R. Kelly. Well, he can, he's doing really crazy stuff. I hear from crazy. So crazy, gutter butt, yes, I will equate that to Kanye all day, every day. Because Kanye, what he's done in some ways is 
that is like different levels to fuckery. I'm leaving it alone. It's different levels to fuckery because like the guy said to him on TMZ. Shout out to Van. Shout out to Van. Like the guy said to him on TMZ is like, you are in a very fortunate position to be able to say the things that you're saying, but the stuff that you're saying are affecting the youth and people who are not in your position. 100%. So that's how I feel about it. Like, and that's some crazy, irresponsible, like, he don't even know the repercussions of what he said. No, so like so he's affecting people. Top. Like R. Kelly is affecting people. He's affecting these individual women. Meanwhile, you have Kanye that's saying things that are can affect populations, segments of a community. You're affecting the minority community in which you come from. Like we built you up, we gave you this money, we put you in this position, and now you're saying that from your high perch, like you said on the mountaintop, yeah, it's like watching the valley burn. Yeah, like oh, nature's so beautiful. Exactly, we're down here on fire. Yeah, or like saying, oh, it's a choice that you're down there being burned up. That's what he's saying. Oh, you have a choice. Slavery was a choice. Okay, Kanye, great. We we get you, and I just think that. It's the crazy thing about it is that more than likely when he comes out, his album's going to do probably going to do well. His shoes are probably going to sell, and he's going to continue to think in his mind, and that what he's thinking is the right way. And the thing about Kanye too, because it's like I, mean, I don't think he'll come. I think, what so. came, I think he'll come to the light. What eventually. came across? What came across to Kanye? What came across to me with Kanye is that you really do need to read a book. No, for sure. You are not intelligent. Like you, no. I'm saying in terms of like being, it's one thing to have innate intelligence, and it's one thing to have innate and being like, like book smart. Yeah, yeah. It's one thing to have innate like you know common sense and like you know your brain is just you. You have the ability to learn, right? It's like the gifted kids in school. Like they're not yeah. book smart, but yeah. they have a way of thinking that's yeah. slightly. I but mean, he needs. But elevated. he needs to read a book. You need to know your damn history before right. you talk about slavery being a choice. Before right. you say a lot of stuff that you say, because it's obvious that the words that come out your mouth, you're not educated. Mm. And you actually, you're the exact opposite like of being educated. About them. Like it's like, it, and his his, he just it came across as really super duper ignorant, right. and that's what it came that's across. It and that's the problem with a lot of the people that people support and that people. Um, give them money to they are super duper ignorant right because if they were not ignorant they wouldn't be doing the stuff that they're doing Kanye if he had read had had some basic you know in college you call it the the one-on-one courses mm-hmm. or even like the in high school it's like the the I don't know what I used to, I mean, high school's been a while for me but it was like the general requirements right he didn't even get the general requirements like he didn't not even get right he went to art school he didn't get none of them <laughs> He can, he got none of general general requirements. He just thinks that he has his whole life been rewarded for just spitting out and saying whatever the hell he wants to say. And as a and he doesn't even realize how fortunate that he is to be a black person that can do that. Right. Because black people who normally can say whatever they want to say in any circumstances to get killed. Hello. So if you're one of those people that are pulled over in an area that you that quote unquote you don't belong to be for whatever reason they deem it. You can't just say, fuck you. you, brother. Yeah, you know, or just fuck you or, you know, or whatever. Like, right. he should be able to say, it's like free thought. I should be able to have free thought in that moment, too. But because Kanye is a billionaire or coming somewhere close or making all this money, he can practice this free, thro- free right. thought. He can go around and say these erratic things and nothing will happen to him because he is not in the valley anymore. No. But if he was in the valley, he will be he will be shot dead like every other black person that spoke out of turn yeah you get what i'm saying and so that's that's my whole point with kanye i do understand some of the stuff that kanye 
what trying what he say. was trying to say. But if you had read a damn book, you could have said it better. The reason why Kanye can't get the words out his mouth the right way is because you have no education to back it up. Right. You have no reading no to research. back it up. It's like me sitting here and I try my best in life. Just in general, you know me as a person outside mm-hmm. of this. Mm-hmm. I don't speak on stuff I don't know about. Me neither. And I'll say to you real quick, I'll be like, well, send me the link. Let me, <laughs> send me read link, it. Yep. Send me the link. Let me read it. Let me kind of get my thoughts together. You don't want to be put in a position where you are speaking on things you don't know about. Mm-hmm. That's in general. Especially on Twitter. Because that's yeah. where it gets you fucked up real fast. Yeah. And, and I'm just saying, not just a book. I'm not saying that you have to be college edu- educated or to have completed high school. That has nothing to do with the fact that you can go to Google and read. Hello. You can be educated from reading on Google. Hell, on Twitter. On Twitter, from links. Just read. I'm not, it had nothing to like do find about... Find you a thread and yeah, get in. It has nothing right to person. do with education or, or whatever. Like Just because you went to college don't mean you can speak on something. There's a lot of people who got doctors and PhDs Ooh, that are dumb as hell. I writing books. People are dumb as hell even with these degrees. I'm just talking about educate yourself about at least about the topic that you are going to say that's going to be super controversial and so you can be put in a position to defend it right. when van said what he said kanye was stuck <laughs> he was stuck like somebody hit him in his throat and he comes across as like this little child that needs to go to bed right kanye's running around and saying this stuff like you are a grown-ass man you acting like a child. You acting. My friend has a toddler tonight that I told her early on that he needs to go to bed. <laughs> and so on the course of me coming over here, we talking on the phone. He comes in, into her room and like slaps upside the head. Oh, my God. They're just being, you're playing. Yeah. Just being. Well, no, it's I because, wish somebody would. Because he's delusional. Clearly. I said he should have been in bed at 830. <laughs> 730. Yeah, 830, 730. 830 at the max. <laughs> yeah. At 730, you getting your clothes on. My mama would be like, uh-uh. Bath clothes let's go bath clothes let's go yeah what's happening you want butt pops that's my mom so kanye needs to go to bed somebody need to put him in his place and he also needs to read you need to read and that's something that our people died for right our people that that and that's why the stuff about slavery is just ooh, it's so deep and if he had read he would understand how it was like a systematic oppression of people because they did not give them the knowledge. Like they they made them, they, they kept the knowledge away from them. They kept the right. made sure made sure they couldn't read. And to see someone that's like basically almost a billionaire, and we consider him to be some people consider him to be a quote unquote genius, not reading, which means he's dumb. Mm-hmm. Is just absurd. Your people die for something that you now have the luxury not to do. <sighs> Anyway, I thought, you know, we, we weren't going to get into Kanye. I wasn't going to get on, but I had to I had to talk get about that out. because I just think that it's really, and people, and it, and it comes down to, and the unfortunate part about it is that I've been in L.A. for a, a good, I mean, for a long time, and basically from the beginning of the whole Kanye whatever, and I haven't seen that many black people line up for his shoes anyway. No. So I don't think that what he said is going to necessarily change the people who buy his shoes. That's mm-hmm. what I think. Mm-hmm. I understand. Like, I I would be shocked to see if there was a decline. But I actually think that it might even be an uptick because, you know, I feel like in some ways, things that he has done over time, black people kind of checked out of Kanye already. Yeah, I think I think as soon as he married Kim, I think people were kind of like, okay, 
you you're on some other shit. He it, it was the Kim stuff. I also think that it was like him kind of saying what he was saying about Jay Z and Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Black people love Jay Z and Beyonce. The Golden Children. Yep. And then you have you know it's just a co- a combination of things. And then you come out and you say that you like you love Trump. You wearing his hat. You hanging out with these white men. And it's just I can't take it. Like I just can't. Like I. It made when I saw him in the hat. It made my stomach turn. Mm. Yeah, I can't because it, because it, it, oh. in addition to that, the whole Trump stuff has really. Even though I try to not deal with it, I try to block it out. I try to just compartmentalize it. It really has. It's overwhelming and disgusting and shocking, and it happens on a day-to-day basis. I cannot believe this is our country. And then to have someone that we, that the youth look up to, like Kanye, come and be like, this person is cool, and normalize this this racist, um, misogynistic, I can't even come up with all the words. Mm. All the negative words possible, he's normalizing him. Did you see what T.I. said after he went to talk to him? What he he was like, what do you think of the travel ban? And Kanye was like, what's the travel ban? Mm. How the fuck do you do not, you not know, know what the travel ban is? Just don't read. Like, you're... you're, you're... Yeah. Mm. He's a child. Sorry, it gets mean. Yeah. Feel away. It's a child. And, it, and it's hurtful. <sighs> it is hurtful. It is hurtful when you have supported somebody and you've you fed into their talent and you've bought their music and you bought their shoes and you've done all these things only for them to show you that they don't fuck with you. They don't fuck with your people. Right. I, I you it's just the weirdest thing. Cause that's how Kanye started. He started like you he started with black people. It was the black people support before you crossed over to the masses. Mm-hmm. But now that you crossed Isn't over it always Yeah. But now you cross up to the masses, and now you're saying, fuck you, black people. Right, because you don't read. Yeah, because you don't read, or because I don't know what it is. I think there's a combination. I mean, I, I, mean, I, I personally definitely don't think it's malicious. I think, I think it's just... I don't, just, think, it's, I don't I think, think, think he's intentionally out here like, fuck black and people. And it's, it's, it's because he doesn't read, and it's also his mental illness. There is no way you can tell me that what he's just recently went through was not a... Um, a manic episode? A manic episode. 100%. It's a manic episode. 100%. Because I just... It's obvious. It's written all over the. It's, I mean, if, if you've ever seen one up close and personal, yeah, that's a manic episode. It's, it's a manic episode. Just saying all this type of random stuff and just like, and that's the problem with our society. Is just like we don't. I think is the masses have a hard time differentiating between and discerning from because everyone's talking about Kanye. This means he's popular, and because he's popular, I will then support him. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Like it's just like mm-hmm. we we can sit here and dissect it and we know the difference and we can have this conversation but the masses of people I'm not sure that this was a negative for him right yeah I don't I don't know I don't you know? know so it's just is it and that's the and that my friends is the fuckery in which we live mm. that people can literally one of our biggest hip-hop artists can get on Twitter and put on the Donald Trump hat said he loved Donald Trump Donald Trump thanks him <laughs> Donald Trump then says oh look you know, Kanye realizes that I'm the best thing that ever happened to you people. <laughs> I'm the best thing. That, like, literally, no, Donald Trump was like, you're the best. We're the, I, unemployment is at an all-time low. You know, blacks are making more oh, money. Man with it. <laughs> you listen, Trump got his entire life. Mm-hmm. It was yeah, just, and it's, it's unfortunate. It's, you, that's the thing about this right now, this period in our in our country, in this time, and just in our society, is that you can't make this shit up. Nope. The stuff that happens is just, it's so unbelievable that you become numb to it. Yeah. 
I think that's where I am. Between right now. Trump, between Trump, Trump, between Trump and Kanye, and them merging together in support, <laughs> the Antichrist is near. <laughs> now, like, somebody said the apocalypse happened in 2012, and we've been living, and we got left behind. It and he gotta be. Might have been right. It gotta be. I mean, we did get Black Panther, so maybe not. But I don't know. outside of that, I think. <laughs> but there, but there has to be. That's why I am really proud of the Me Too movement. That's why I am happy that Spotify is trying to figure out a way to do something like because if the people can't make the decisions for themselves, if the people don't understand the magnitude of what these people do are doing, the people who are conscious, the people who do know better has to do better. Right. It's kind of like us on our platform. I make decisions based upon certain things I feel Oh, for sure. So if there, if I feel if I can control and do something to help mute somebody, I will. You know what I mean? And Handle. so people with power or people with some type of influence, I have, I'm not saying I'm the biggest whatever, but I, I can tell you what me and my house, which means me and my platform, right. will and will not do. Right. Here's today's STEM tip. Don't throw out that old plastic bottle. Repurpose it by turning it into an awesome terrarium. Just fill it with sand, pebbles, soil, and your favorite plant. It'll grow sealed right in its own ecosystem. Learn more at She Can Stem. A message from the Ad Council. Support for this podcast comes from CDW and Dell Technologies. At CDW, we get that migrating your business to a hyper-converged infrastructure is challenging. Like me switching to decaf. Gotta do it, don't wanna do it, but gotta do it. Whoa, slow down, friend. CDW's experts can help you simplify the transition from legacy to hyper-converged infrastructure with Dell Technologies solutions that offer speed and agility. Do it, do it. Have you done it? Is it done yet? Why isn't it done yet? IT orchestration by CDW. People who get it. Find out more at cdw.com slash Tech. So people with people who are given much are required of much. Much is required. Much yeah, is required. Yeah. So I feel like we got to figure out a way to combat the to combat the foolishness and stop giving these fools the platform. Yeah. And that's the part of the problem with Donald Trump. The and that's why that comedian was so funny. She hit the nail on the head. Michelle Wolf. Yeah, oh, Michelle Wolf. In. Oh, that was. We didn't the, even talk about we that. We didn't talk about that. No, Michelle Wolf no. went in and she ne- just didn't go on Donald Trump and his cronies. She went in on liberal media. Yeah. And she went in on them on the right way and be saying basically saying like liberal media were the ones that elected Trump. Mm-hmm. They helped. They played their part and they played their part because Trump was good for TV. Right. Trump got them more viewers than they have gotten in that and, and probably like five years leading up to Trump. Right. She was like, you hate him, but you, but you don't love hate him, him that much because he's making you a lot of money. Exactly. And the quicker you realize that and the quicker you accept that, the quicker we can actually do something about what's happening. Exactly. And because right. because if if all had went this plan and Hillary was president, it, it would not be all this foolishness. No, I mean, it would be I don't boring. I know what the world would look like, yeah. like which is crazy yeah. to say. It's people crazy to say. People wouldn't be watching CNN or MS, MSNBC or Fox mm-hmm. the way they're doing because it would be not this day in day out of controversy and like scandal right. no and investigation and stormy and yeah and the fact that it's just else. it's just shocking that we have gotten to a point where you know bill clinton was raked over the coal and he was impeached by congress mm. because of his affair with monica lewinsky mm-hmm. and we now have proof of how many do we have proof of of Do- donald trump having affairs on his then wives or whatever right. the situations were like and paying them off 
paying them hundreds of thousands of dollars. Right. And, and then still told. And then even shit like AT&T, like they were paying Donald Trump's yep. attorney to, to figure yeah, out. One-on-one meetings with him. Like it's it's crazy. It's so many it's so many levels to this 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 <laughs> shit. It's overwhelming. Right. And I know for me, like I was so young during the Clinton stuff. So, I mean, I got it. I mean, I knew what was going on, but I, you know, the magnitude didn't really sink in. But to compare that now as an, a full-fledged mm-hmm. adult and to see what's happening with Trump is kind of like, that's what y'all are tripping It's on, basically coming down, it's coming down to this. It's coming down to, I don't care what Trump is, what he has done or what he's doing, as long as I think that he is for me as a white person. Right. The white people support him because he is white and he feels like, they feel like this country has already changed and mm-hmm. people and like I think that the people in middle middle America I guess they in their hearts they know it has but they want to feel like they can do something to change the change because white people for so many years had had this privilege mm-hmm. that was just given to them and it was understood and you had privilege over everybody else right. and now the demographics has changed this country is browner mm-hmm. this country is gayer right. this country is so many things that they're not used to. No, and you're getting those people in typically quote unquote white spaces. Exactly, it's messing with people. A glitch in the yeah. system. Yeah, and then and then also it's like they're seeing more black people right. and more you know um, Hispanic people and mm-hmm. gays and transgender and everything else on television, and it's making white people as a whole feel some kind of way. Right, and Donald bad. Trump and Donald Trump was not just elected by conservatives; he was no. also elected by people who we think are liberal and we think are open-minded but when they yep and when they went in that booth they voted for donald trump Mm -hmm. because when it comes down to it people don't i mean people don't care why they got their privilege no they just want to keep it they just want to keep it and that and that and that's the scary part it's not even about being conservative liberal these white people want to keep their privilege that's really what it comes down to yeah and that's and and that's why they're not caring about all this crazy stuff that he's doing and everything else because all they knew all of that when they voted for him. They knew all of that when they voted for him, and they voted for him because they did not want Hillary to become president and then continue to push this forward, right. this agenda, this liberal agenda that is causing them to lose every day a little bit more of their privilege. Yup. And that's what it comes down to. Right. And so we can pretend that, like, you know, it can come out with 10 stormings. It could come out that he murdered one of them. We, we, we you know what I'm saying? We're basically there. Yeah. And it could come out that he killed and paid off the, the murder of some some woman he was with. And it still wouldn't change the minds of the people who voted for him. Mm. Because for them, it it that okay. that doesn't matter. to They are trying to keep their privilege. Right. That's really what it is. It is. No, I agree 100%. And that's so, I mean, and, it, and if you think about it that way. You know, it gives you a better understanding of where people are coming from. Mm-hmm. So it's like it kind of it gives me peace in terms of I know why people are doing what they're doing. It's like so, that, you know, we are looking for we want fair. We want, I don't need to have privilege. No, I just need to be able to live my life and to not be affected by somebody trying to assert their privilege upon me. me. And that's what it comes down to. White people are trying to assert their privilege upon Everybody other people. Else. They want to keep it. They want to keep, you know, black people where they are, the Hispanics where they are, and they stay where they are. And I can feel it. The more, the more I am moving toward in, in different, different circles, circles, in different circles, oh, yeah. I can feel it. Yeah. It's not, you know, in their minds, it's not racism. 
It's elitism. It's, it's elitism. Yeah. But elitism. I mean, it is racism. It's, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying it's not, but I'm saying in their minds, you know, you have a lot of the, oh, I'm not racist people enacting upon racist behavior. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And, it is, and it's so deep ingrained and it's a whole thing and it's just, it's shocking. Like, I just, you know, and I think about, you know, I don't even know how it would feel if I didn't have to work for everything that I've accomplished in my life. Right. So for a lot of a lot of people who have privilege, they just wake up to things. They wake up. They were born and their parents like Donald Trump. His father gave him millions of dollars to start his business. Nobody gave me shit. Hello. So I have to spend my lifetime working and slaving and spending years and years building what I have. And so and then I got to, you know, these people just come in and not only do they have this upper hand and privilege and they don't have to work they still try to assert that over me and make right. me feel less than and take it away and take it away and kill kill my people and my, you know it's just right. it's a lot and that's why i just think that that whole situation that what trump is not going to be the last of his kind and that's what people need to understand because trump represents white people losing their privilege yeah. and once trump is gone it's going to be somebody else that they're going to vote for to ensure that they try to keep it as long as they can yeah but next thing you know we're at the purge basically <laughs> and I'm saying like that is what is going to be and, and and people need to understand that Donald Trump this Donald Trump situation he's just the representation of white people losing their privilege yeah, and their shit yeah losing their shit but it's like but then you can't pick and choose it's like it's just interesting to me it's like you can't the our it's the weirdest thing it's like white you know our popular culture and the things we talk about is mostly centered around people of color yep so you can't like it's too far gone, people. That's why I'm gonna tell them like <laughs> even if you even if with Donald Trump is too far gone. Yeah. Like you just can't and it's just so sad to the, the people that think they voted for Donald Trump and he's actually gonna make change in their lives. And meanwhile they're still gonna be poor. Right. He ain't doing shit but raising the prices <laughs> still and making our lives hell. Yeah. And I'm saying, but it's their day to day lives hadn't changed. The people who voted for him, he's done nothing for them. Like, he's made it worse. He's, like, messing up their insurance. Right. Like, Don, I mean, Obama actually was trying to help the poor whites. Trump just, is trying to kill them. Basically. And they don't know it. As long as they die thinking they better than the color people. That's all, they, that's that's all, all they that matters. That's all that matters. That's all that he's messing up their health insurance. They ain't making no more money. Like. Nah. It's just. It just nah, it's, bro. It's mind-boggling. But anyway, moving on from Trump and Kanye Ooh. and all of them. Okay. I, if I had my way, if I had my way, I would throw all Donald Trump and Kanye away together. Yeah. They can just go away and just be That's rich. Yeah. And they can just be rich and rich and do their own thing and whatever the case may be. That's why I just don't, I don't care about them. Like, it's just, you know, and just like how I was talking about how with the Nikki and, and Cardi and the little Kim situation, Kanye is going to get his check. He's going to be checked. The stuff that he put out there that's affecting his community negatively will come back to him. And at the end of the day, you got three black children. Hello. So that stupid ass shit you saying. So I hope he reads. Yeah. What saying. That stupid, that stupid shit that Kanye is saying, your black children are going to be affected by it. Yeah. Cause you, Kanye is definitely black and his children are definitely black. And they're going to be treated. It's going to be interesting to see in the future how his children are going to be treated by the people that he has supported. Himself with, yeah. And that's that's the reality of it. 
because at yep. the end of the day, you can't change your children's color. And anyway, well, speaking of children and not having children, Brandy. Oh, I was going to go there. Brandy. <laughs> she said that she was not pregnant. She said she's just been eating. She went on a foodcation after Chicago and couldn't get off. Mm, that's real. She's been eating. Yeah. But she could have said that a long time ago. I think part of her liked the attention. I think yeah. she liked the speculation. I think mm-hmm. she liked the mystery, you know. Because we weren't talking about her. Mm-mm. And so she was just like, hey, hey, you know, people are talking about me and they call me fat and they think I'm pregnant. I still think she was pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she might have been. She was dating that religious guy. Sister Baptist. Sister Baptist, Baptist something. Sir, sir, don't call me sis. Sir the Baptist. Yeah, sis. She was dating sis. Let me stop. <laughs> she was dating. <laughs> that was a good one because Sir the Baptist, Sister uh-huh. the Baptist. Um, she was. Twitter. She was dating him, and somewhere along in that, she developed a stomach. And it was and not. At first, it was just. Yeah, when you gain weight, and let's be clear, when you gain weight, you gain weight all over. You just don't get a, belly. a pregnancy belly. Yeah. And if you do, it's a tumor or it's like a big fibroid. Fibroid or something. And if it's that big. Oh my God! Yeah, because those beginning pictures, she was still very slim. She was slim in her face, she slim in her arms, slim in the legs, and had a stomach. Then it spread to the legs. Then it just, yeah. You know. I'm just saying that, like, you can't, like, Brandy. You think people are stupid enough to be like, it walks like a duck, it looks like a duck, it's quacking. Right. <laughs> I mean, she's probably eating now. It was literally like looking. At, she, Brandy was going quack, 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 yeah. quack, 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 and then she got nerve to say she's not a duck. Well, not anymore. And then you, then she's like, I mean, you a duck that's about to lay an egg. <laughs> <laughs> we know you are sitting on an egg, girl. Mm. Tell us. Mm. But anyway, so I'm happy well, she know, she was. Uh, you know, I'm happy she her. got out her system. I don't have a problem with her being plus size, but you cannot. I know the pictures. Some of the pictures we posted, and it was it was it was a baby bump. It looked like a baby bump. I seen we've seen so many baby bumps. It was like when Cardi was trying to like Cardi didn't say she wasn't pregnant, but we could see the baby bump. Right. And so it's a baby bump. And so it's like a baby bump. Right. So it's a baby bump. <laughs> right. So don't 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 pee on me and tell me it's raining. We're way too far off of that. Like I feel like Brandy is living in like when she was coming up, like social media and stuff and the paparazzi movement hadn't wasn't out there like that mm. so she still and her mama they still think if they put out a certain narrative that we just gonna be like oh okay right just because you got us the first time yeah or just being like because back in the day you celebrities could paint the narrative because mm-hmm. there wasn't like people taking pictures of you every five seconds or and then talking about it or you performing and they taking that. videos on their phone and like in social media immediately sees it mm-hmm. like you could spin it there's no way to spin the fact that you have a baby bump had I had a baby bump <laughs> And if you, I was just like, I was like, girl, I am, you lie to Oprah about being married. If you lie to little baby Jesus, Oprah, Oprah. is little baby Jesus. Well, she's big baby and Jesus big ba- <laughs> I'm just saying, she's, she is biblical and yeah. she is divine. Yeah. So if you, <laughs> not big baby Jesus. Too far. And too far. It's too far. Oprah, please forgive me if you're listening. <laughs> and I believe that Oprah can hear all things that That's humans cool. say. It's cool. Listen, so I'm got, sorry, Oprah. Listen, I'll bring her some bread. It'll, it'll be fine. She loves bread. <laughs> it's almost to the point, like, when you say, Jesus, please forgive me. It's like, Oprah, please forgive me. 
please give Denver. <laughs> I just feel like she lied to Oprah about being married, and she well, she lied to us all. She lied to the world. She had a she, whole series about it. She did a whole, and she wasn't married. No, she wasn't married. Nope. Well, and I'm saying like, and so you expect us to then so coming off the fact that you did a whole series about it, you lied to Oprah about you being married. Then you get a baby bump, and then you tell us there wasn't a baby bump. It was the fact that I was just eating, and somehow the fat just went to one particular area that looked like a baby bump. Right. Well, I mean, it's everywhere now. Yeah. And I you don't know, have a problem with her being plus size. I just like, own your, own your shit. People want authenticity. You sitting up here lying about a baby bump that went somewhere <laughs> is not going to make people listen to more of your music. Mm-hmm. It's not going to make people attached to you or identify with you. It's not going to help. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. And she's just, Brandy has turned out to be very bizarre. She's gotten really just, like, I don't know, something about her is just, I just, I love her voice. I love her music. But other than that, I just don't connect. And that's fair. It's like she went to, what was that song, Full Moon? She went to the moon. Like, it's just like she. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Okay, so moving on. <laughs> We're just going to pause that right there. I did like that song with the bass. Well, no, the other one was, with the, which one? What about, uh, mm, Same mm, album. What about, that was my shit. Boom titty. Boom titty, boom titty. Speaking of titties, Tia Marie had a sex tape leak. Oh my God. You didn't have to post that picture like that, though. No way. You didn't have to do that, though. If you go to lovebscott.com no. right now, Love Muffins, uh-huh. and look at how Denver did Tierra Marie. So let me tell you something, because I was trying to figure out, okay, how am I going to incorporate the screenshot of eyes, nose, and dick <laughs> on the website? <laughs> and typically I can, you know, cover it with an emoji or something. But it was not. such a big so, dick. But the point of view, the entire frame was like dick. <laughs> so I put like a big eggplant on it, mm-hmm. but then it looked... It was bizarre, so I had to like crop it in half. It was so like seedy. The eggplant. It was so seedy. So, but you know, we don't veganism. we don't post videos on the site. No, we have to cover it because it's popular culture, right? And I like how you do what you do. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> it's, it's it's but Tierra Marie is like, today. I said like how far she's fallen. Well, because she was supposed to be, she's the she was the Rock Nation's prodigy. She was. She was what the princess. What would the they call princess her? Princess of Rock. She's the Nation. princess in the Rock Nation. And then this is the part that I wanted you to talk about. That's a right. tidbit so, that I hadn't heard before. So Ellie Reed, go he, and tell it. Ellie Reed put it in his book. He was like, you know, they had a showcase of the two artists, Tierra Marie and Rihanna, and you know, he asked Beyonce what she thought of them both, and Beyonce was like, Rihanna, she's a beast. She's the one, mm. right? So which makes sense. And then that kind of got to the internet, and then somebody somewhere said that, you know, there were all these rumors of Jay and Tierra and all that stuff back in the day, mm. and, you know, Beyonce was like, yeah, we got to get her out of here. And mm. so then that contributed to the overall, like, right. bye, and then Tierra came out in an interview with Wrap Up, and it was like, yeah, Jay, he didn't even say goodbye. He didn't even tell me that I was done. And they just, like, dropped her cold turkey. Right. So, and then it was just... Say? What what's true or what's not? And I can only imagine if you go from being a princess of a label and you thinking that things are about to go a certain way, and then you just get unceremoniously right kicked and, out. And that's the unceremonious part. I yeah. think is what it's like. Ooh, okay. And that's something that could could put you in a downward spiral. Yeah. So I understand that, and so that downward spiral has led to her now being on the internet, internet, <laughs> internet sucking 
big old penis. Right. And she says her ex hacked her Instagram and put it on. Mm-hmm. Um, could be true. Yeah. And then I could saw something. True. There was a video of the ex basically having, because she was, went over there to confront him. Mm. And he had a, his phone. He was taking a video of her. Basically, like, I'm not the one. It's your other person, your other mm. person you were fucking with that released it. And she went and messed up his car and everything. Like, mm. this guy that was in the video getting his, you know, yeah. sucked. She popped off on him, messed up his G-Wagon. And he was like, it wasn't even me and you know it. Right. And I think Love and Hip Hop is filming right now. Mm-hmm. So. All this is going to. Who's to say if she's coming back? Because last season she went to rehab and wasn't really there. Oof. Who knows? Yeah. Um, That's what I'm saying. Like, with me, I got to make sure I have a no policy. Don't. I won't allow no photos. If you don't want it to link to leak, don't, don't take it. it. Don't record it. Mm-hmm. I don't care how high you are or what you're doing, because you did look kind of suspect in that picture. Listen, I don't care what you were doing. You could see a bright ass flash. Hello, and if you can't, Lord help you. It's a real because she was rule. literally like you can tell like she was looking up at it, and the flash was so bright. That's why it was so hard to take that screenshot. Because I was like, this is, <laughs> there's just a, and there's you're not gonna look good no matter where I take it. <laughs> it was just, you know, you just got to follow no lights, no camera, no action, no recording. Just don't help us, Lord. Don't do it. Don't do it. But she did it. And there was like a follow a picture of her like with stuff. It was just Tia. And then speaking of Rihanna, was, her oh, and Drake, <laughs> her and Drake are no longer friends. Well, we've been new. Yeah. But Drake unfollowed her on Instagram. Mm. I always knew Drake was a petty betty. So my friend has a theory that he really doesn't like women. Mm. And her theory is based upon out of the open. Not that he's gay. But no, no, he just no. don't like he women. He just does not like being yeah. around. He doesn't have like a respect for women that we would think. Right. And her theory comes from, you know, working around the industry and just realizing the fact that there are no women in the OVO camp whatsoever. Mm. No producers, no artists, no songwriters, no anything. Like there's not a single woman in his crew. Right. And she just found that to be interesting. Yeah. And I honestly, I mean, I will say, because she came out, Rihanna came out, and during some interview that she did, she said that she felt really awkward. Uncomfortable. Uncomfortable and awkward. It was Vogue, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it was Vogue. She was saying she felt uncomfortable when Drake got on stage and was presenting her with a award Mm -hmm. and basically professed his love for her. Right. And she was like, this is weird. And it's like, it's kind of like, you know, you... And in some way, I, I retweeted somebody, something that someone said, is that, like, that is... You're bullying her. Like, basically, you were up there professing your love for her. So if she doesn't reciprocate it back, then she's looked at as the bad guy. Right. As she's like, you're basically forcing her hand. Mm -hmm. And then he tried to kiss her. Mm -hmm. So you basically that's that's how men do women. It's it's really like he really doesn't respect women the way we think. Yeah. But people don't even get that part. People don't get that part. So he's getting up there professing his love for Rihanna. And then turns around and try to kiss her mm. when he probably knows that she wasn't feeling him at that time. Right. And but he's trying to trying to manipulate the situation to get what he wants. Mm. And that's what women go through yeah. every day. Yeah. And that's where I love Rihanna for being like being because she's now of a status mm. where she can say he made me uncomfortable. Right. And we're not friends. It is. We what don't. It is. We don't. It is what it is. And then after that, Drake unfollowed her on Instagram. Right. You want to talk about feuds? Rihanna literally got up here and said that this man, like the most popular rapper in the game right now, mm-hmm. they're not friends. Right. And she felt perfectly fine saying that yep. in Vogue. Yep. That's, that's when you power. secure in your shit yep. and you are Rihanna. Yep. And that's also connect to your authenticity. Yep. That you kept it real. And he knew enough 
to just unfollow her and shut the hell up. <laughs> I'm sure he probably will mention something on his album. Oh, for sure. He's going to do some type of passive aggressive dig as he normally does. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. I mean, I like Drake. I mean, I'm, yeah. I am I don't have any issues with the Drake, but mm-hmm. I definitely see his ways. Yeah. He's he's patty. He's a patty patty. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, I don't know his fascination with being at these games and popping off on players as if he's a player. <laughs> if you don't sit your celebrity as down somewhere like what are you doing what are you doing you are a glorified mascot yeah you're a glorified mascot and you're also like you just don't need to be talking to people that you and you have nothing to do with none of this no but you talking you have other things but you're shit talking to players that's not like somebody need to punch him in his face like there's no way i'm going to be dealing with some random celebrity that's coming to a game and talking shit to me no like you absolutely you've gotten beside this is this is maybe the, the title of the episode. People have gotten beside themselves. Mm. Don't get beside yourself. <laughs> and Drake and Kanye and all of them, when you give people money, they get beside themselves. And they yeah. think they can be at games and pop off on players. Yeah. They think they can put women in situations where they make them feel uncomfortable and manipulate them into a certain reaction or yeah. what they want. Then they can befriend Trump. <sighs> Say black people, they're saying slavery was a choice. I'll never forget that. Mm-hmm. I would never, as long as I live on this earth, I have never seen, I had I'm never, I would expect Donald Trump to say some stupid ass shit <laughs> like that, but not our, yeah. you know, I, and we can't go back our there. own people. We can't go no, back I'm there. saying, but it literally, it's like, it's so shocking because like, that is like your own people are saying something you would expect from the most racist person on earth and even the most racist person which we think is you know one of which is donald trump wouldn't say something like that well, it's your might. own people it's your own well because of now he might now because he have to but now saying, but now more right. people will say it because we have this idiot saying something that <laughs> jesus you're right well speaking of idiots well maybe not idiots who um uh, now saying title Oh, yeah. They're accused of faking 300 million streams for Beyonce and Kanye West. Why don't Title just give it up? I'm tired of them. No one cares. No one's following. Well, no- obviously, they're faking streams. So nobody yeah. cares. No, I mean, the proof is in the pudding. Like nobody cares. The proof is in the pudding. The proof is, is that nobody talks about Title. The only time people talk about Title is when they hope that Beyonce is going to do something on there. Well, Coachella weekend. Yeah. Too. They were hoping that Beyonce was going to put up you know her her second performance at Coachella. Yeah. That's the only thing that people were t- concerned about. Title. I had. I'm telling you, Ain't out of all sense. my friends, out of all the people that I follow, nobody ever ever talks about title. No, and I have title, but no one talks about. It. No I one cares about it. it. Yeah, because you. But you are a person that you are a music well, person. For the time. I mean, yeah, I to, like, I'm saying, but you're a music person. But most of the people don't have title. No, they don't. People will sign up for a free membership real quick to see something and then then sign up for another. Matter of fact, I think I have a community title membership because everybody just uses the one that I have whenever title does something. Right. So I'm just saying like no one checks for title. Stop forcing that down our throat. It was stupid from the day you came out with it. it. Yeah. It was stupid. It was stupid from the day you came out with it. Like when you came up there and these 16 (laughs) celebrities came out there like boo boo the damn fool and said a whole bunch of nothing. And then then somehow out of all these 16 people that came out there and looked confused like they are at a at a fucking um, you know when it comes time to give a presentation and you ain't prepared and you looking like why am I up here? Yeah. Yeah. So these are all six of them look like they haven't done anything towards the group project. And then of all the people Alicia Keys. (laughs) Oh I remember that now. Oh my God. Alicia Keys. Oh, I it out. Alicia Keys went over there and gave memory. this bizarre speech. Well, 
it was it was just like title was doomed from the beginning agreed and it needs to just go away it needs to be i thought there was rumors that it was going to get bought by verizon or some spotify. other stuff spotify and somebody Sprint and they, they should that. they need to just let it go because i believe everything about that story because nobody is streaming those who are the people that are streaming, giving them that, that amount of streams? Million dollars. I mean, yeah. 170 million streams? No, they don't have that many subscribers. No, they don't. That is bots. Now, somebody said, according to the numbers, that people were playing Lemonade 96 times in one day. Go front to back. <laughs> 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 I mean, I know the beehive is wild, but ain't enough time in the day. And I get it that, you know, people, we want to support or we don't want to, a lot of people don't want to say anything negative about Title because it is owned or in part by um, Jay-Z and Beyonce. But sometimes you got to recognize when something is a flop. Yeah. Title, and it's been these stories, since the moment titles come out, they've been having these type of stories. Mm-hmm. They've been having these type of, like, I think it was a story about um, doubting the number of subscribers. Right. And they and were inflating stuff. people. And, the and changing the the C, the whoever, the top There's people. Like four CEOs. Four and CEOs and six modes. Like you know, it's like, when, it's, it's this thing, if when you hear this much smoke, there's a fire. Right. And the fire is nobody is listening to title. I have never heard any of my friends, I honest to God, never heard any of my friends say to me that they use title. Yeah, me neither. I mean, that's the truth. Unfortunately. So, I mean, I feel like regardless of whether they, you know, were faking streams for Beyonce and Kanye, those albums still would have done whatever they're going to do. I think that is just, I don't know. I think title just wanted to be in on it. Yeah. I don't know. Like a title is just, it seems very forced and it's not authentic. It's not, it's nothing because if title was hot, I will be seeing people sharing links or people talking about it. Or, like you know, artists would still be dropping there. All of those sixteen artists on the stage would still be giving us title exclusives. And yeah. she ran right to Apple, and yep. she ran right to Beats, and yep. she did all her interviews. Apple Music's getting the documentary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, and I also think that a lot of um, the beef with Kanye came from that too. Like there was some title fallout. There was remember that time where oh, it was like oh, a, he sued him. He sued him. It was yeah. Like, yeah, it was a whole situation that's going on there. Mm-hmm. And I think that is that all plays a part of it. Yeah. And title just needs to be absorbed into something else and let it stop being like Jay Z and Beyonce are still they're so you know two billionaires already, right? Mm-hmm. So like you don't need title. No. Let that go. Like sometimes, I mean, no matter who you are, how successful you are, how much talented you are, sometimes things work and sometimes they don't. Yep. Like House of Darion. <laughs> you ain't gonna let that go. <laughs> <laughs> then they have comforters or something. I wanted. Yo, they had everything. That was back in my like, TJ Maxx days. Like I would see like all the stuff everywhere. <laughs> I'm gonna let that one go. <laughs> I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna go back to the outline. <laughs> And see what else is here. Listen, everybody takes an L sometimes. Multiple L's. You know. Just L's to be on top of L's. Mm. I'm scrolling down just to see what else I've seen. Um, oh, I do want to highlight one thing I've said before that I want to highlight this story that I put on Instagram. And it was about um, this girl who, against all odds, um, graduated from college. And I really like the story. The girl with the one arm? Uh, no, it wasn't that one. This is the one. And that was that, a wedding story. Um, it was a wedding story gotcha. where the alligator bit her arm yeah. off and she got married a couple of days after. I mean, what else she going to do? Yes. Um, so I'm going to read it just because it really touched me. I spent, so this is on, I posted it two days ago. 
and I'm going to read her caption. Her caption is, I spent my 13th birthday in a mental facility where they had diagnosed me with depression, anxiety, and PTSD due to the amounts of physical, sexual, mental, and verbal abuse I experienced. Oh, Jesus. I was released after seven days. A month later, I was removed from my mother's care along with my two younger siblings. When I first was removed my mother's from my mother's care, I was told I wouldn't be gone long. Since that day, I haven't returned home. When the time came, I was told when the time came, I was told out of state education was not a good option for me. I was told I had a high chance of not finishing school and practically ending up as another statistic. With the goal of attending an HBCU, I followed my heart and with God's covering, all things became possible. I earned my bachelor's degree, my bachelor's of social work degree, finishing with a 3.2 GPA at the Miss Bennett College. Over the years, I battled with self-harming and suicidal thoughts, which led to two suicide attempts over the four years of my college matriculation. I had hungry days, lonely nights, and hopeless thoughts. But God, he sent, but God, he sent me countless supporters and mentors who simply carried me through this tremendous journey. Seven caseworkers, six foster parents, five evaluations, four counselors, three hospitalizations, two house hopping summers, and one guy later, I'm standing stronger than ever because of them I could and now because of me they will sign Nukita Harris is mm. that how you say it? Nukita Nukia Nukia Harris Ooh, that's a story that's a story oh. and that's the story of empowerment that's a story that like how I was saying in the beginning like all the things I've been through whatever but you can go through things mm-hmm. and you can come from wherever and you still can achieve. All she needs is a DLX and you have a Tyler Perry movie. Yep. Because <laughs> Tyler Perry did. Oh, and the, that's oh, a story. No, this would be like more like Lee Daniels. You know, Ooh. Lee Daniels would be doing no. like every well, extreme you have, you thing. you have to HIV in there for oh, Lee Daniels. Okay. You know, he likes to go there. He goes. <laughs> Help with Jesus. But that story really touched me and I've been trying my best on my Instagram to highlight um, stories of accomplishment and achievement, especially during this um, period of chaos and chaos confusion. and confusion, and also graduation season. It's Ooh. just it's really inspiring to see um, the black youth achieving. It is, and you know, doing things positive for themselves. That's really, really super duper touching. Um, that story, and there's a I try to post a couple a day on the Instagram just so people can feel it and marinate in it. Well, I was going to go into say what now, but maybe we should just leave it there on that note. We gotta. I feel like since we've been gone for two weeks, we gotta do a say what now. Just give them a little extra. I mean, give them every, we're throwing everything at them. I'm reading stories. We talking about the topics. I gave them. We were talking we about had a political we, moment. Political moment. We've we've given them. We won't. The love muffins were popping off on me. They were and on and you, me, yo. And, and that's new for me. Yeah, you know, I want pe- people don't usually come to me with shit. They came. They came. They, they come for me yeah. now, and that's yeah. That's an they gonna hold you accountable for the bullshit you say. Well. At least somebody is. There's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of bullshit over here. We should do a, like a, a blooper reel. A blooper reel. Say what now? What's say what now? Uh, say what now? So tell me why this white woman decided to call her the police on a black student at Yale for sleeping in the community dorm room. Privilege. And I mean, it goes back to what we talked about earlier. But basically, homegirl was studying or writing her paper. She fell asleep. The white neighbor called the police. Police came, harassed the black girl for forever. She went on Facebook Live and recorded the whole thing. Mm. Um, and it was just a really kind of unfortunate situation. And at first, you know, I was like, oh, here we go. But then to find out that she has done it previously to the same woman, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, so it's target harassment at this point. Right. 
And, you know, there hasn't there haven't been many developments in terms of like what's happened. The university released a statement. Um, but I really hope that the university decides to take action because, you know, when you're black and the police are called, it's a 50 50 gamble with lives right. these days. You right. know, so calling the police for anybody for any unnecessary reason basically puts whoever black person you call the police on at risk. Mm-hmm. And it's dangerous. It's dangerous. And it also shows you that even in these liberal safe havens like a Yale, mm-hmm. you were supposed to think it's liberal mm-hmm. and people are enlightened. Yeah. Progressive they could still be racist as anybody else. Yeah. And that's what it really comes down to. Yeah. And the person, and it was napping. They yeah. weren't even doing anything aggressive. No. Like, I mean, it's like you were napping, trying to like get your sleep on, and you were a student. Right. But girl, you've called the police on me before. We've had this before. You've seen me, mm. you know me. So you saw me again. And still wanted to pull the I don't know if you belong here card, even though we've already had a run in mm. and I filed a complaint on you. Mm. Girl, what are you doing? Mm. You need to catch these hands. Yep. Multiple hands. I'll be and right then, there too. And then call the police. How about that? <laughs> How about that? And there's been this trend of, you know, white people calling the police on black people. Mm-hmm. It's been like a story every other day. Because they, what they also are doing is that they're hoping that the police come there and react the way that they think they will right. and take their side. Mm-hmm. And then for, regardless of whether the black person is right or wrong, take their side and kick and them out. Sometimes they do, do yeah. you know. But I said on Twitter, I think that at what point do we decide we're just going to call the police on all the white people who make us uncomfortable? Right. We'll be calling the police all day. But you can't stick around, I was told, because mm-hmm. they might think you're the aggressor. And but change I, the story. Yep. But, you know, <laughs> call or run. Call around. Call and run. There's one thing I didn't talk about that I want to talk about when I was talking about Michael B. Jordan was. Oh, damn. This is the good. This was this girl. She um, slid into his DMs mm-hmm. and they met up with each other. They did. It's the cutest little story about like it gives people hope. And actually, they look really cute together. I posted this on my Instagram, and it was probably one of the biggest stories on our website At in quite time. some time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it is highlighted on the side of the website on lovebescott.com. On the side, it has the most popular stories. Um, and the, basically, she slid into his DMs. She met him at her school, and they took pictures together. They and were it's really the, cute pictures. And he looked so fine in that black shirt. Mm. Mm. Okay. It'll take a moment. It can take a moment of silence moment? for how fine he is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm still scrolling my Instagram. I want to make sure because I feel like I want to get everything. Oh, maybe I can play this. What I'm feeling. Do, do you feel that I'm being This is Dan going off with. Free. I, actually, I actually don't think you're thinking anything. I think what you're doing right now is actually the absence of thought. And the reason why I feel like that is because, Kanye, you're entitled to your opinion. You're entitled to believe whatever you want. But there is fact and real world, real life consequence behind everything that you just said. Come While on, man. you are making music and being an artist and living a life that you've earned by being a genius, the rest of us in society have to deal with these threats to our lives. We have to deal with the marginalization that has come from the 400 years of slavery that you said for our people was a choice. Frankly, I'm disappointed, I'm appalled, and brother, I am unbelievably hurt by the fact that you have morphed into something to me that's not real. Mm. Do you feel that I'm? Mm, 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 mm. And on that note, we will end the show because that's exactly how I feel. And I want to—I sh- mean, I want to set, shout out this to Van and say this too. It's like I, and, and that's me even being B Scott, and I get put on the spot a lot. 
I do not believe that I, in that moment, that I could have articulated myself like he did. Oh, I definitely couldn't have. It was, I, I was been too upset. I've been crying. I've been too upset. He articulated it in such a, a respectful, educated, um, thoroughly thought out way. Mm-hmm. And it just, it shows you what, a, uh, what, it shows you what a black man can be. Right. He showed, Kanye is giving you, no, that's not it. But I'm also happy that he's getting the attention. That moment is getting the attention and the youth are seeing that it's too. So you get to see right. that you, you can, you can do the Kanye, but you can also do the van. Right. And you can also do the Donald Glover. Donald Glover's new video that he put out is what Kanye was trying to do. You know, he's Kanye be trying to do that, but Donald Glover executed it perfectly. Agreed. That was the beautiful execution of music and art and a reflection of society. It's just like those people give me hope. Van gives me hope, his response. And to be able to say that to Kanye in his face as a black man to another black man and say, you are fucking up. And what you saying, he's basically was saying what I was saying earlier, right. that you ignorant. Right. He said, you, you know, with the absence. And, and, and I'm hurt. The absence. He said, you got the absence. You rep, What you're saying is the absence of thought. No, he said, the, the read. There's such a read. The absence of thought. This ain't free thought. This is the absence of thought. That means you're not thinking at all. That means you're dumb. Mm. <laughs> mm. Well, Love Muffins, that is all we got for you. We have went in. We just hit the hour and 30 minute mark. Yeah. We are so appreciative of the love and the DMs and the tweets and the smoke signals and the patty cakes that y'all were doing. And the shade. And, and, and the, the shade name calling. And the, all the things. And I want you guys to continue to tell your friends and tell your family and, like, tap your neighbor. Back in the day on YouTube, I would say, tap your neighbor. You know, tap your neighbor Tuesday and tell them about B. Scott. And so I want you to tell them about this show. Tell them that we are here. Tell them we're talking. Tell them we're trying to give it to you as real and authentic yeah, as possible. Trying. We're doing the best we can. And I want you to do the best we can and spread the word. So go also go to iTunes, subscribe, rate, and review. Tweet about us. Yeah. Instagram about us. Do whatever you can to spread the word because you keep us here and we want to grow this. And we are so appreciative. And until next time, double kisses. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to The B. Scott Show. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Love B. Scott. And make sure you review the show on iTunes. And you can always find me on lovebscott.com.